Well, the Tampa Bay Rays coming off a successful road trip for the most part, and now they may be able to continue to rack up the dubs with a faltering St. Louis Cardinals team at Tropicana Field. They seemingly have the right opponent in front of them to get some momentum. Let's talk about that, plus some Rays brawl boxing things starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social medias at Locked On Rays and email us anytime for mailbag episodes, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays square off against the St. Louis Cardinals in a best of three set beginning tonight. The Rays are 68 and 46. The Cardinals are basically in the opposite direction, six, uh, 49 in 64, which is remarkable considering the Cardinals had entering this season one of the longest streaks ever in all of uh, professional baseball in terms of winning seasons. I mean, they have had up to this point 15 straight winning seasons. I guess they could still technically get there. It doesn't look so hot as of right now. Um, <laughs> they hadn't had a losing season since 2007, and things will get uh, more difficult uh, following the trade deadline where uh, the Cardinals, I think for the first time in a very, very long time, uh, they were sellers um, giving away or trading away the likes of Genesis Cabrera, Jordan Montgomery, Chris Stratton, Jordan Hicks, Paul DeYoung, and Jack Flaherty, unfortunately, to the Orioles, Flaherty goes. Um, so a lot of moves there. That's, I guess, the benefit of facing losing teams Uh in August is you get weaker teams in August because they've likely sold off some of their assets. Yeah. And there are fewer, few teams that in MLB that you just put in a bucket of like always good. Yeah. You know, there, there are few teams that can do that. The St. Louis Cardinals is definitely one of those teams. You're just, you just know they're going to be good. The fact that you said 2007, uh, buddy, we were what sophomores in high school. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a long time. And I think ago. that was I think that was Yadi Molina's like eighth year in the bigs, 2007, <laughs> something like that. Same for Adam Wainwright, give or take. Yeah, yeah, they were already 40 years old back then. Um, no, it's it's insane. It's 2007. They won it in 06. Wow, look at that. Yeah, they won it in 06, and then they had the World Series hangover. Um, very stereotypical. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's really been kind of a, an awful uh, Cardinal season. It started with the whole Tyler O'Neill uh, running to, to home and then getting uh, tagged out. And then the whole manager spat between Tyler O'Neill with the media. That was odd. It just felt, you know, not great. Yachty is out of the, of the locker room. Wainwright is having an awful season. Like it, it just, it has been like, one thing after the other, plus, you know, every national game, uh, they get reminded that they've they gave up on Adolis Garcia for free, Sandy Alcantara right. and, and, and Randy Rosarena. So that doesn't help the fandom either. 
No, it certainly doesn't. And to me, it's still remarkable, though. And I'm glad you brought up the point about the Cardinals is year in, year out, you could check the box and say they're going to win between 88 to 93 games. And they more or less have done that over their history. I never got the vibe of like in watching the Cardinals since the Rays have been good or following the Cardinals to some extent from an outsider's point of view that. I was never like intimidated by them of, oh, they're a juggernaut, but they were always there. They were always a winning ball club. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just some of my perception of it was never like, oh, my gosh, watch out for them in the World Series or for them to win the World Series. But just a solid I'm, team, just a yeah. solid team that was going to be there. Exactly. Like you said, 88 to 93 wins. And you might not be scared of them, like you said, but they're solid yeah. this year. Completely 180. It also helps being uh, spotlighted in the NL Central. I would like to see how the Cardinals would have fared since 2007 in the AL East, for example, Mm -hmm. but I'll digress from that. But what is crazy to me is even with all of the hijinks and craziness and uh, distractions that the Cardinals have gone through recently uh, this season and maybe leading up to this season is – you have basically two Hall of Famers on your roster, more or less in their prime, and you still are 15 games under 500 between Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt at the corner. Yes, I believe both of those will be Hall of Famers when it's all said and done. It gives me Angels vibes. Like you have Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and you found a way to screw it up time and time again. You you can't. This is this isn't basketball. This isn't uh, football. I, I've I've said this a million times. Uh, when Tom Brady signed with the Bucks, it seemed odd to me that everybody was like, "Oh, the Bucks are going to win it." Oh, the Bucks are going to win it. Not even Bucks fans, but like on the media, they were like, "Oh, the Bucks are the favorite to win." And I was like, "One dude can do that much on the football field, and boom, they won it." So like, that's and that's that's that can happen in football. You just get one really good dude, and then you can win it. That's At quarterback, not- yeah. Yeah, that's not it in baseball. You can't just have like, we have the best pitcher. We have Sandy Alcantara. Well, you got nothing. Uh, Jacob deGrom, nothing. You got Verlander. Well, maybe so if you're the Astros, but that's a whole team thing. Um, it, it's yeah. really incredible how you can, you you don't have that uh, in baseball, but you do have it in some other sports. And, and that, that goes to show you that it's, it's a whole organization, top down uh, movement. That needs to happen. You can't just focus on like one area of strength. You have to have a group of people. And that's why the race have been so successful because they kind of, they they see the bigger picture and they don't care. They might not have their top three players might not be the top 10 players in the league, but their number 25, 26 can be plugged in when number 13 is sick and nothing should happen. The, The drop off is not there. Right. Although I think we're starting to see a little bit of a tide turning where uh, they'll still have the depth and they still have a lot of contributors. But Wander Franco, Shane McClanahan went when healthy and some others, they do crack the the top five, top 10, top 15 Fair. player list where Fair previously enough. it really hasn't been the case. Um, and hopefully Wander can continue his trek of hitting and defense in this series uh, as uh, the team yeah. seems to go as he goes as of late, but uh, the Cardinals um, this season, they're sixth in OPS uh, thanks to uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado and Nolan Gorman and uh, others 
22nd in RA and tied for 24th in defensive runs saved. Uh, they've actually saved negative runs, significant negative runs so far this season. Um, as far as the pitching matchups projected, uh, it will be Miles Mikolas going up against Zach Eflin, Dakota Hudson versus TBD with the Rays, and then uh, our buddy, former Rays farmhand, Matt Liebertor, he's struggling, going up against Zach Littell in the Thursday game. All that bottled up, Ulysses, anything you're going to be focusing on, pinpointing in this series, this three-gamer against the Cards? Uh, I guess every day there's something to watch out for. Miklas, he can give you depth, uh, and apparently does not like it when you uh, you you hit the, the his own catcher with uh, with a backswing. He does not appreciate that, and he will hit you with the baseball. Um, eight of his of his last eight starts, he has three that he's gone seven innings. So he he can go deep if it, if it goes uh, well for him. So that's something to to maybe. You know the race if they can uh, get his pitch count up, uh, uh, that that would be very helpful to to avoid that on the second game. TBD. It would be very interesting to see how Kevin Cash and Co. Um, go around with with that bullpen day. If if maybe it's an Erasmo situation again, uh, maybe it's too early. But he only did pitch three innings. We'll see what a TBD happens. Um, if it's a Jalen Beeks situation, he is up. Um, and on Thursday. You know, you get to see Matthew Libertor against uh, Randy Rosarena, the trade. There we you go. Get to see the, uh, and you, then that's always fun to see the guys that were traded against each other to to go uh, mano a mano. So um, there, there's stuff to see every single game. Do you remember the other gentleman that was involved in that Randy Libertor deal? Cafecito Martinez. That's right. The short-lived yeah. in a Rays uniform, believe it or short not. Lived. Uh, yeah. Last I heard or checked, he was trying to make a career overseas. Um, mm-hmm. I'll also be looking out for Taylor Motter. He is in a Cardinals uniform now, believe it or that. not, and on the active roster as of this morning. So Taylor Motter still Grindr. finding a way to kick around and have a career at you know what? 33. I think he you would go anywhere. He would go to Antarctica. Uh, I <laughs> mispronounced that. Antarctica. Wow, I mispronounced it again. He'd go to another country, another <laughs> continent to play baseball. Uh, as long as he's got a bat in his hand and a glove in his hand, he's good to go, evidently. It's, it's early, folks. Um, yeah, look, that guy, you know what that tells me? That Taylor Motter still is in the in in um 26-man roster. That dude is nice. That yes. dude is a good teammate. That dude does not cause problems. That dude is on time. That dude works his butt off. That dude is just a good human. Yes. That's how you that's how you stay that long without you know a lot of production. Look at his stat line, look at his production. It's not really going to wow you and he's no. still in the majors. That that speaks to the the integrity of the person, so good for Taylor Motter for for doing oh, that. 100%. And hundred percent, yeah, he doesn't yeah. cause problems. He probably elevates the clubhouse in some respect. Uh, might have some good uh, hair care routines for the other guys as well. So um, that's something to uh, focus on in this series. In the meantime, Ulysses, we have to continue our discussion from yesterday uh, in regards to the Jose Ramirez and uh, oh god, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Down Anderson. goes Tim wow, Anderson. I already forgot. 
I guess I felt like I was knocked out uh, the other day too. <laughs> Anderson versus Ramirez with a raised twist and tie-in. That's coming up next. But Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something extremely, extremely important. Yes, we do. And that that is that this show is sponsored by better help. I've told you before that if you've got some issues in your in, in in your life, either personal or professional, and you have to kind of talk to somebody, that is completely okay. You have a problem with your neck, you should take care of that. Well, if you have a problem that you'd want to talk to somebody and try therapy, you should definitely go do that. Um, I feel like better help is the right way to do it in 2023. You don't have to go somewhere. You can always do it through a call or through a video call if you feel more comfortable doing that. So if you're starting to think about giving therapy a try, give better help a try. It's entirely online. You, It's convenient. It's flexible, suited to your schedule. You have to fill out a brief questionnaire that gets, you know, maybe five minutes or so and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists uh, anytime for no additional charge, which is the greatest thing because you can just start to kind of feel, hey, this person can relate to me, this person does not, and then you can find the right match for you. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash locked on mlb so the recent brawl between jose ramirez and yes now i've got his name tim anderson uh got us thinking which raised player would you least want to square up against in a fight and we're focusing more so on current present day raised players uh the listeners in their exercise of this uh harken back to some uh some notable names from the past, which we'll get to, but Ulysses first wanted to throw the question to you. I know we had mentioned offhandedly at the end of the show that, you know, maybe Yandy Diaz would be a guy that you definitely, well, let let me be honest. I don't know if you want to square up against any member of the Rays, any professional baseball player or athlete in general, but that that aside. Even if you pick like the quote unquote weakest one or less strong one, they're still pretty strong. But Elbro okay? Hunt, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> just because I have his name, because we just said it, Beaks, for example. If you're like, oh, Beaks, Beaks could knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, they they all could. Um yeah, I said Yandi because of the intimidating factor of you know the, how big he is. Um, but there are so many, dude. I think. Luke Rayleigh is a is a good one. You, I saw. I still think one of the coolest things that you can see on a baseball field that's not really appropriately about baseball is breaking a bat. I think that's always been yes. one of the coolest things about baseball is just breaking a bat. The dude broke it like it was nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. You try to do that, people. Don't actually don't try because you will get hurt. Okay, yes. you cannot break a bat. Okay, like that man broke it. Uh, so he is a, a big dude. I don't know if he can fight. I don't know if he looks like a fighter. I think he more looks like, hey, let's chill out and hang out. But he does look big. Yeah, he's definitely not a guy you want to come across in a bar fight. But I think uh, he's that that Midwest strength carrying Christmas trees uh, all across <laughs> Ohio or wherever it was. I guess that's the the thing. Yeah, and technically he is listed as the heaviest player 
on the team at six foot four, 235 pounds. So that uh, definitely not a guy to mess with. I actually have a podium, like you like to say. Ooh, uh, I like it. Three, two, one. Okay. Number three would be Jose Siri because he's quick, agile, athletic, has arm strength, and I feel like he'd also have the endurance and could deke you up pretty well if need be. Um, so this you could good. get, uh, you know, before you know it, you don't know what came to you. I, Num- I, yeah. I, I didn't see it when you first said it, but now putting all of those things together, fantastic because he's kind of like the lightweight boxer, very, very agile, very quick, but you know, with some strength, some pop that you didn't see coming. Um, and I think Jose knows his way around a boxing, uh, ring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I would give kind of an honorable mention to Wander Franco for basically the same reasons. The difference is Jose Siri is six foot two. Wander Franco is five foot 10, but Wander, I feel like would be a little bit stronger in that regard. Number two is a guy who's got plenty of strength. Yandy Diaz, obviously the size, the muscle, the bulk. However, I feel like not that you would ever have a chance, but he could, you could maybe wear him down. He gets tired easily. Playing okay. first base, he hasn't had to use that right hand of his very much. He hasn't had to throw very much, and something could happen. You know, you you make a uh, you try to deke Yandi, and he sprains an ankle, and he goes down. Or or you do the Floyd Ma- Ma- Merriweather thing, which is like, okay, I'm just doing cardio around the ring, exactly, and, and that would tire him out a little bit. Okay, yeah. okay, see, so playing playing mind games with Yandi. Okay, I see that. Yeah. Okay, I love uh, and my number one would be uh crazy eyes Pete Fairbanks at six foot six 225 pounds he's got the powerful arm he's got the length he's got the height he's got the size we know he's ultra competitive and intelligent he majored and has a degree in engineering so he could cross you up in that regard and just the look would sometimes it's just about having that presence that aura that can go a long way and I feel like Pete Fairbanks has that in spades. Um, and he's got, uh, in looking at pictures of him, besides the eyes, he seems to have a strong jaw and jaw line and could take a punch if need be. So he mm-hmm. seems to have a lot uh, working for him. So that would be my uh, top choice in guys I would not want to square up against. Can, now, yeah. Can you tell me, he he's 220, you said? Six, 225, five? six foot six. Six six two twenty five, yeah. No, that's that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Yeah. You're you're gonna get pummeled. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, no. And you I, could say, well, problem. what about Tyler Glass now? And I would say, sure, we can, you know, add Tyler Glass now to the list. But he's too nice. I don't think he he nice. would you you would get ready to square up and say, hey man, let's hug it out. Let's let's grab a coffee. Let's you know let's chill. Let's um, which is great. Let's, which yeah. is, which is great. Yeah, but I don't think he has that like gonna go now. He'd be like, "This is ridiculous, right?" And you're like, "Yeah, let's just talk about it." You know, let's, you know, I, I like that. I like that. But yeah, Pete Fairbanks though, I, I could see him, you know, go down. Yeah. And with Tyler Glass now, I just pull his hair. That'd be my <laughs> that'd be my way around it. So, um, all right, we have some uh, listener comments on this exercise, but first we have to tell you this: for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. 
you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money will be returned. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Okay. Before, before yeah, you start, do uh, you have the comments from Twitter or YouTube? I have them from Twitter. So if you want to run down through some of them on YouTube. Yeah. You're welcome. By the way, I just want to say the guys that comment on YouTube, uh, the guys and gals that comment on YouTube, thank you so much. You guys are making this channel um, really, really an awesome community for, for race fans to kind of get their ideas out and, and, and exchange politely, you know, points about the race. It's, it's been really awesome. So please, please keep that up. Uh, so first is add Pete 99. He says, uh, Luke Rayleigh has the size, athleticism, and low-key inner rage that would make me not want to square up with him. Yandi is big, but he doesn't have the same mobility and seems a lot calmer. What do you it may be that? part of it, too, is Luke Rayleigh has some built-in rage and aggression from never getting that fair shake or opportunity in the bigs and not getting respect like Rodney Dangerfield. So he really has to <laughs> let it all out in that regard. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, at Ryan Kendall 7604 says, no chance I'd fight Randy. Yandi is bigger, but I feel like Randy would be the scrappiest on the yeah. team. How do you feel about that? Well, we'd have to see, we'd have to hear from somebody who witnessed or heard about the entanglement between Yandi Diaz and Randy Rosarena. Somebody on Twitter said that Randy beat up quote unquote Yandi Diaz. I can't confirm or corroborate that. Yeah. I find that hard to believe, but um, I'd be curious to see how that all went down or if it was just a, a screaming yelling match. I don't know if hands were put on it, each other. I think it was probably like that and a plus a kerfuffle. Although we did hear that Jimon Choi stepped in between them wearing flip-flops. So that was that's like that's a cool imagery right there. That's also a guy um, you don't want to mess with. I mean, G-Man Choi is a nice, lovable guy, but he was big dude. If he was on the roster, he would be the heaviest guy on the roster by a pretty good margin, I would say. He would pack a punch. Yeah. Um, at 643DP says, I would least want to fight Glass now. The long arms would terrify me. I'm still three steps away from being able to swing, and I'm already getting rocked. Extension is a big factor here, Kevin. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's where Pete Fairbanks also has the extension, and I feel like that that mentality where Tyler Glass now is just too nice of a dude. You're going to be friends uh, at the end of it all. You're, I don't think yeah. he's going to want to have to throw a punch. He's, seen, he's from California. He's a lover, not a fighter. Exactly. Exactly. So that's it for YouTube. So let's go okay. hit it on Twitter. Um, Rick M says Xavier Isaac or Bob Seymour. So he went into the depths of the <laughs> minor league roster. Uh, to get okay. those two names, big old boys between Isaac and Seymour. If you've seen pictures of them, uh, Jimmy Vegas says Yandy Diaz, dude is built like a tank. Uh, Silver Surfer says a guy we really haven't touched on yet, Isak Paredes. 
Ooh. is from one of the toughest cities in Mexico. Him, no question. He's also a, a fairly well-built guy, and uh, he does lead the team or is up in the team lead in homers, right? Yeah, he's got the, the John Cena got, thing going on, so he's probably yeah, watching he's got the John Cena. Too. So he, you know, he he was a fan of that, so he knows how to how to get things done physically. So yeah, that's a really good one. Who said that, Isak? Uh, that was. Um, Silver Surfer. Okay, Silver Surfer. I see you. Very good. Very good pick. Uh, I'd like to see uh, what Isak should do is uh, put on a Luchador mask. That would that, that might be a promotion for the race. That'd be cool. The Paredes Luchador mask. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jamie Williams says Pete Fairbanks because I've, I have no idea what his glove is saying to him each time he prepares to throw. Um, <laughs> Lou says Yandi or Bilal a.k.a. dad power. Well, a lot of guys on the Rays roster are fathers, so they should have that uh, dad power in spades. Uh, Willie Lopez goes back to uh, some old-timers, some old-timers, Kyle Farnsworth and Johnny Gomes. I know Kyle Farnsworth was uh, renowned for not wanting to uh, get in an entanglement or a kerfuffle with him. That's for sure. Uh, Matt Germain says, maybe it's just me, but I feel like Luke Rayleigh would just go beast mode. Uh, Donovan says he would smoke Vidal Brujan. Okay. I'd like to see that. Uh, Donovan does not have, well, maybe that is a picture of him. Uh, as a football player, he looks like a big dude if that's actually him. So maybe he would have a, a shot. Um, Paulin Cochet says Pochet because his extension is elite. Uh, Brian says the only correct answer is Yandy Diaz. Brian Stark says Jose Siri because he would beat me up and then steal my girlfriend. At least the other <laughs> players would just beat me up. There we go. Okay, Brian. That was that was points for creativity. I like that. Yes, that was very good. Um, a <laughs> couple more here, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, Smokey Jackson says Ryan Thompson or Kevin Kelly are my sleepers. No pun intended. Both can probably throw a mean right hook, and from different arm angles. Um, Eric says Isak is too quiet. Those are the ones you always have to worry about, and something tells me serious. As hands, uh, my Siri on my phone just lit up as well with that. Um, and then uh, finally, Argenis Rashad says definitely Yandi. And when he was on the team back in the day, Mike Zanino. Here's a comment that I heard on ESPN's Latin American broadcast in regards to the Jose Ramirez Tim Anderson fight. Now we know why there are no Dominicans in boxing because they're in baseball. So. <laughs> all right that's that's also good good points there there it um, is yeah thank you uh all for participating in yeah. this exercise i mean it kind of took off i was amazed at the amount of comments it seemed like if we did a, a straw poll most people would say uh, yandi for obvious reasons but um there were some some fun thoughtful unique answers thrown in there as well rayleigh and siri get get a lot of love too i i want to go back just for one thing inner rage you know who has inner rage on the current Rays roster? And it's unassuming with his size. Is it a pitcher or a position player? A position player. Brandon he does, Lau? Okay. Yeah. Mr. No Poker Face. 
That dude is angry inside. He's like some, he has some like bruised banner types. Especially Brendan when he Lau. goes 0 for 4 with four strikeouts or three strikeouts and misses a breaking ball by 20 inches. You don't want to mess that guy after an outing like that. He's going to be livid. So I know he might not be, oh, the biggest guy or the or the tallest guy, but you you find me somebody angrier than Brandon Lau after going 0 for 4 with three strikeouts and a pop-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's him. He's He's the Bruce Banner of the race. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I know he's hurt right now on the injured list, but not even a some sort of nod or mention of Shane McClanahan as a southpaw, a hard thrower. He has the Sugar Shane nickname. Um, maybe it just uh, just wasn't mm-hmm. in the cards for him. Maybe he had to be a, a couple inches taller and a, a more intimidating look. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, so. maybe not. Um, he make my look too skinny. Possibly that could be yeah. it as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you all for the comments and interaction. We appreciate it. Yes. Uh, and we hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Don't get into any uh, fights with raised players and we'll talk to you tomorrow.